You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guest, Yuri Ostapiak, Chief Operating Officer for Logistics Plus. As the conflict in Ukraine continues into a second year, several business sectors of the economy are in dire need of repair and rebuilding efforts. Logistics Plus is focused on being active in rebuilding the country's supply chain infrastructure by working with organizations like the U.S.-Ukraine Business Council to help support businesses in the region. Yuri Ostapiak, Chief Operating Officer for Logistics Plus, takes us through some of those efforts as well as some other strategic highlights coming from Logistics Plus. Joining us today on the Inbound Logistics Podcast is our special guest, Yuri Ostapiak, Chief Operating Officer for Logistics Plus. Yuri, thank you for coming back to the Inbound Logistics Podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you back. Uh, before we start, uh, of course, Slava Ukarini. Heroim uh, Slava. And also, uh, we are recording this on National Logistics Day. So happy National Logistics Day. Thank you very much. <laughs> um uh, Yuri, before we get into the subject, uh, can you give us a little bit of info on your background and where Logistics Plus is today and uh, the solutions that uh, that you guys provide? Yeah, so, um, you know, I've been with uh, Logistics Plus for almost 19 years and currently hold the title of uh, Chief Operating Officer and, you know, have seen the company grow and go through quite a transformation over the years from, um, you know, tr- simple transportation and freight forwarding to a true player in a global supply chain. And as of currently, we are present in about 50 different countries, 70 offices, about 1,200 employees with um, one of the most uh, recent acquisitions. I'm uh, not sure if you um, saw it, but we purchased a company in Netherlands called Young Credit, which is one of the leaders in European furniture logistics and high-end kitchens and has been a partner for a very long time. So it was kind of a very you know, easy and logical next uh, step for us. And that has added, um, you know, about 250 employees and uh, quite a substantial European market share. So we were uh, very happy to complete that on uh, June 6th and add them to the LP family. That's fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. Now, speaking of the of Europe, uh, last year you spoke with us about how Logistics Plus was uh, spearheading relief efforts in Ukraine. Uh, what's the update on on how those strategies have shifted as we enter uh, year two now of the uh, campaign? Yeah, you know, so so certainly with uh, the way the war has been progressing, and uh, you know, with Russia not gaining any territories and Ukraine uh, launching counteroffensive. The discussions about rebuilding of Ukraine has really picked up a lot of steam. Uh, A lot of it is spearheaded in U.S., a lot of it is spearheaded in um, London, a lot of it is spearheaded in uh, in Poland and in quite a lot of different places. And, you know, since then, too, initially at the beginning of the war, Logistics Plus was extremely active in providing uh, different types of humanitarian aid and uh, other things that were very, very badly needed by the people. You know, since then, we have gotten involved in quite a lot more. Since then, we have been, um, you know, uh, helping with uh, and and providing deliveries to Ukrainian um, oil and gas sector. We have been providing different types of infrastructure equipment, medical equipment, and, you know, really kind of becoming a a larger player in that field, one of the largest U.S. companies currently operating them and, um, you know, trying to support Ukraine in any way possible because, uh, you know, outside of the military help, you know, Ukrainian economy is, is extremely fragile and needs a lot of help. 
and um you know with uh with the difficulties um you know getting into U- any of the ukrainian ports through the black sea you know have been working on um quite a lot of different um new logistics way of how to get things into ukraine not just through poland but also through romania and other surrounding countries now speaking of the uh, ukrainian economy talk to me a little bit about the us uh, ukraine business council if you could and uh how uh, your participation in that group is uh, is tying into rebuilding efforts over there. Yeah, you know, we think it's a very, very good and valuable organization. We value a membership in there. Quite a lot of people that are discussing different types of ideas and different um, challenges that Ukrainian economy has, the needs that Ukrainian economy ha- has, as well as kind of connecting quite a lot of different, um, you know, companies that need, you know, anything from procurement to supply chain to logistics help. So we think it's a very kind of, you know, valuable resource for us to get connected to different customers, to different government officials, and to kind of discuss different opportunities and, you know, the needs that uh, that Ukraine and its economy has. So beyond uh, infrastructure, what are some of the other critical aspects of rebuilding the economy and supporting the supply chain there? You know, that's a that's a really, really good question. Certainly, you know, infrastructure is a very broad, um, you know, type of concept. And uh, so much of that infrastructure has been destroyed. But the thing about infrastructure that um, even one, you know, some of the infrastructure that is not destroyed will not be compatible with the U.S. and Western standards that Ukraine is trying to go towards and trying to achieve. So, you know, so it's kind of a little bit of a myth that only the the destroyed parts will have to be rebuilt. Uh, You know, quite a lot of current um, infrastructure will need to be rebuilt by the Western standard. But as you've mentioned, you know, um, infrastructure is not the only thing. Pretty much every industry will have to be rebuilt. Um, manufacturing is absolutely massive, and Ukraine is known for its engineering, its ingenuity, and um, you know is currently producing quite a lot. And I think that over the next few years, actually, Ukraine will be producing quite quite a lot on the DoD sector, um, on the you know aviation and drones sector. So to me, I think the manufacturing is probably this kind of the second largest rebuilding um, you know s- sector, uh, medical medical, uh, you know, quite a lot of hospitals have been destroyed. And uh, again, even a lot of the hospitals that are not have a lot of very much kind of old and outdated equipment that will need to be uh, changed. Um, You know, oil and gas is absolutely massive. And as you know, Ukraine has substantial uh, reserves of uh, natural gas. And uh, we'll be drilling quite a lot to to try to get it and to, you know, hopefully at some point to be self-sufficient in its own supply of gas, but also a potential exporter of uh, gas to um, other European allies. So, you know, DOD sector, as I've mentioned, is going to be massive uh, regular manufacturing, uh, kind of industrial manufacturing. Uh, a lot of the different types of mines and steel production will all have to uh, will all have to be you know kind of completely revamped. So this uh, effort is going to be absolutely uh, colossal. Like uh, I, don't, I don't think anything the world has actually seen before. And I personally think it will take well over a trillion dollars and um, you know well over ten years to do this. So um, you know we definitely want to play a very active role in rebuilding of Ukraine. 
but you know we want to rebuild it the right way we want to rebuild it you know in a clear process a corruption free process that allows you know us and european companies to you know compete based on you know service and quality and 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 not based on something else now uh with all of those uh, sectors in play uh are there any other organizations that uh, logistics plus uh, is working with or is partnering with to support businesses that want to operate in the region? Yeah, there is quite a few different organizations that we work with, different types of, you know, charity organizations, uh, different state-owned enterprises that are having difficulties in procuring, um, you know, certain uh, goods and certain materials, uh, you know, uh, chambers of commerce and, and quite a few other organizations. So, you know, we have made that commitment to be extremely active and to participate not only on the business side and not only on a humanitarian side, but also on the government side. And, you know, we have a, a division headed by Derek Berlin on the government relations side, where we try to, you know, talk to the government and see kind of, you know, what is their thinking on, on some of the improvements. And, and we, you know, try to provide our opinion even on, um, you know, certain legislature that um, we feel will uh, help Ukraine, uh, you know, uh, to, to be more uh, transparent and to allow Western companies to compete in Ukraine freely. That's excellent. Now, outside of Ukraine, uh, other than the acquisition that he just mentioned at the top of the show, uh, I understand that uh, Logistics Plus is investing in other parts of Europe as well. Uh, can you give us uh, any more updates on any new developments or strategies on that uh, that global front? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we are in the process of setting up our entity in uh, France. Uh, France is a big uh, player in, in European logistics. I think France will also play a key role in helping to rebuild Ukraine. So it's it's really high on our agenda. We have added some substantial uh, bandwidth to our uh, Germany offices. And, uh, you know, our Polish offices have been doing a tremendous job and not just in the relationship to Ukraine, but in relationship to quite a lot of other parts of the world. And, you know, we have a presence in, in Katowice and a big presence in, in Dansk, where, you know, quite a lot, which is a big port and quite a lot of, um, you know, goods uh, go through Gdansk, not just for Ukraine, but for that part of the world um, as well. So, um, you know, as far as... Um, European expansion, um, you know, Poland and um, France are pretty high on our radar, as well as potentially maybe some Scandinavian countries. Um, and we are also actively exploring and working on a few opportunities in Middle East and Africa, as well as in Southeast Asia. And over the last few years, we have really, we've added about five or six new Offices that are doing quite well and are currently in the process of uh, also entering Philippines market to support some of the needs that uh, some of our, you know, Fortune 500 clients have in that market. That's fantastic. Um, on that uh, note, uh, shifting uh, beyond just Ukraine. Um, some of the key topics in, in supply chains right now are uh, things like diversity and sustainability. Uh, can you give us any insights on uh, some of the things that Logistics Plus is doing to uh, foster a diverse uh, and sustainable uh, company? Absolutely. Uh, you know, this is also something that is extremely important for us. Uh, it's, it's important for our customers 
we try not to just follow the trends. We try to create them. We try to kind of, you know, do the right thing based on not what the industry standards, by setting our own standards and, and exceeding the, what the other people in the industry do. Um, you know, our, we are extremely proud of how diverse our workforce is. And, um, you know, we are uh, constantly voted as one of the most diverse workforces um, in our industry. And again, we proudly wear it. And um, we, you know, we continue to, um, to we continue to try to create uh, different types of matrices that will help us to increase that even more and, uh, you know, provide different um, opportunities and uh, continue our, you know, continue on that pathway. As far as, um, you know, our um, environmental footprint also has been extremely, extremely important to us. And, um, you know, for three years in a row, we have been um, the only logistics provider that's been uh, plastic neutral. And, um, you know, so we, so we support um, and work very closely with a company, Oceans Integrity, that collects plastics and cleans our uh, oceans and, um, you know, converts that plastics into, you know, different types of products such as, you know, bricks to build um, houses and then, you know, creates a, also a very, very positive social impact in the markets that it um, operates. And, uh, you know, we continue to strengthen a partnership. We have entered a few new countries where we have partnered up with them and set up everything, you know, uh, from supply chain to reverse logistics processes for them. And um, we look to continue to expand that. So both are extremely important to us. And, you know, just in general, uh, one of the awards of this year that we're very proud of is that, uh, you know, 96% um, of our employees has said that Logistics Plus is a great place to work. And um, that's a, you know, that's a that's a great award for us. And it kind of speaks to our culture. It speaks to what is important to us. And, uh, you know, we we spend a lot of um, time and efforts in making sure that this growth does not change that because we certainly never want to change our culture because that is what makes Logistics Plus such a special place. Definitely very admirable. Uh, you're, uh, a few minutes uh, for yourself. Talk about uh, any other topics you think that our audience would be uh, interested in uh, from Logistics Plus perspective. Um, you know, so we're certainly seeing some slowdowns in the markets. Uh, we think that there is a, you know, a bit of a global recession. Um, we're seeing also some upticks in the market, but also some signs that show even kind of a, a, a longer um, uh, term recession. So it's been actually quite difficult, uh, you know, to read this, but, um, you know, we are putting quite a lot of efforts in um, helping our clients to weather the storm, so to say. And to, you know, help them to save money, help them to, um, you know, find better ways of um, uh, shipping or storing their product. Because usually, you know, when, when the times are tough the, the, or when, when there is a slowdown, the clients are more willing to take a look at different types of opportunity that overall long term save them, um, you know, uh, provide them substantial savings. And um you know, so kind of between just different industries, we're seeing quite a few different trends. Uh, certainly the defense industry is feeling no pain at this point. And, uh, you know, it's going to continue to be very strong. But some of the manufacturing and some of the retail has slowed down. So, you know, we're trying to help our customers and kind of shift our own uh, resources between uh, different divisions 
decisions that that support different clients. So you know, it's it's just a it's it's a constantly evolving type of um, environment, and we're trying to be, uh, you know, at the we're, we're we're trying to provide guidance to our clients as well with what we're seeing in 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 the market, and then um, you know also uh, working um, quite a lot uh, on um, kind of you know trying to position ourselves on uh, on the. Uh, government side contracts where we can do quite a lot and uh, some of the the entrepreneurial uh, thinking and our flexibility kind of allows for uh, you know a much kind of quicker turnarounds and quicker deliveries for quite a few of our um, you know government sectors and um, we definitely want to want to continue to to do that but other than that as I mentioned you know are uh, trying to make sure that we continue our growth that we continue to look for new industries and new markets and um, kind of, you know, continue building the Logistics Plus brand around the world. Excellent. Uh, if the audience wants to find out more about Logistics Plus or, or your ongoing uh, rebuilding efforts in Ukraine or or even ways to celebrate National Logistics Day, uh, where can I send them? Uh, you know what? The, so our um, marketing team does a terrific job at updating our website that has all of our stories. It has all of our services. It has uh, all of our newsletters. So I would recommend to people to, um, you know, go to our website and uh, to follow us on all the social media as well as, you know, quite a lot of great content is there and can always reach out to us through our website or through our social media. And uh, we would be more than happy to comment, you know, in, in further details if anyone has more interest in a specific issue, a specific project. Fantastic. And we'll put that link in the show notes so that you can go right there. Uh, Yuri Ostapiak, thank you so much for your time today. Best of luck to Logistics Plus. Best of luck to you. And of course, best of luck to uh, everyone over in Ukraine. And thank you. And thank you so much for having me. And thank you for uh, you know giving us a, a, a spotlight and look forward to catching up soon again. Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash getil. That's bit.ly slash get underscore il and stay ahead of the 3PL game. The Inbound Logistics Podcast is a production of Inbound Logistics Magazine. For the most in-depth information around logistics, transportation, and supply chain practices, get your free print and digital subscription at inboundlogistics.com slash subscribe. Connect with us via LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for the most current developments in the industry. If you'd like to leave us some feedback or have a topic you'd like to see covered in a future episode, call our dialogue line at 888-878-3247 or leave us an email at podcast at inboundlogistics.com. I'm your host, Jeff Vita. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time here on the Inbound Logistics Podcast.